Hello and welcome to the Bones Horror Podcast. It's episode 91, Wes Craven's New Nightmare. A nightmare indeed it is. Um, a nightmare on Elm Street 7, isn't it, really? Mm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, sort of. So, uh, a demonic force has chosen Freddy Krueger as its portal to the real world. Can Heather Langenkamp play the part of Nancy one last time? And trap the evil trying to enter our world. Can she indeed? Um, okay. What we've been up to. I'm Kev. Jess is with us. Hello. Larry. Hello. COVID Larry. COVID you in. Hi. Pasta. How many? A lot of pasta. Pasta Larry. Yeah. Yes, indeed. How many times you had COVID Larry? This will be the third time. You've had it on this yeah. show at least once or twice, haven't you? I've, yeah, the last time was on the podcast. I, I had it. Well, I think I just got over it because I was I was in London when I got it, so I had to stay up there. Oh, yeah. You had to stay in the big smoke for a week or so, didn't you? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I've had it Might three know. times, but um, hopefully not again. It's okay, though. It gets easier each time you get it. You know, you don't die nearly every time you get it now, I think. <laughs> well, I, I think it's the immune system working and the, yes. the, presumably the vaccinations and stuff. Yeah. So what have I been up to this week? Um, it's generally working. I haven't been watching much horror and I'll explain why in a bit. Um, and really, all the football was cancelled this week because of our Queen's death. I'm not sure why they cancelled all the football. No, children's football. Yeah. But did the children? Yeah. The children had to mourn yeah. themselves. To... I don't know why. I really don't know why everything was cancelled because there was like rugby and things was going on and cricket and. But yeah, for some reason they cancelled football training, football matches for for everyone, kids, you know, nine year olds. Just quite. I, I don't know. I don't understand. I, I don't know the logic there. There's probably yeah, there's some logic I expect, but no one's explained it to us. Um, so what is, is everything shut down in London? That is it like all the shops closed and things. Or? No, not really. I mean, no. it's, it's 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 quite funny, really, because I mean, you're right. A lot of places have a lot of like certain plate, like as you say, the football and stuff have closed down because they feel it's not appropriate for some reason. I, I feel like it's, it's less to do with <laughs> mourning and more to do with. The companies not wanting to be seen not to care as everyone else, I guess. Yeah, um, yeah. it's it's a similar it's a similar way that like on Twitter and stuff, you've got all those dedications from uh, you know f- fair enough from like the BBC and Channel Four and people like that. We've also got dedications from Domino's Pizza and McDonald's. Robert, I saw the McDonald's, I saw the McDonald's one as well. Robert Dias and Playmobil. And you're just like, what <laughs> what relationship is that? And I think it's just all to do with the sort of like no, um no one wants to be seen not to be respectful towards this thing. Um which is good and bad. But I, I I find it a bit odd to be honest because it's like I, I feel like this was this was coming. I mean I get why people are shocked and you know it's quite a shocking thing because we've lived with the Queen for many many years. But you know, she was ninety-six years old. She was just gonna, she was gonna keel over at some point. Um, my, yeah. my nan is the same. My grand, she's the same age. Mm. It basically, it, look, it did look like to me she had stopped eating, and they kind of wither away. Call it that. 
Mm. Uh, you know, the body starts shutting down. Um, mm. Yeah, so it's sad. You know, there there was bits and pieces going on in our local city centre. Flowers and Paddington bears and things like that being left everywhere. Don't know if you saw that, Jess. Um, yeah, well, it's it's going on, but I think it'll all be over next week, won't it? Well, they got the funeral to come. Yeah, uh, which I think is on the nineteenth, isn't it? That's what's the bank yeah, holiday. Yeah, probably. next Monday. Um, yeah. And then they're going to have their own period of mourning, but I think, um, yeah, but I think, but I think most places are sort of still open. I, I think it's like events which have been sort of cancelled, um, so, like cinemas are like open around here and stuff like that. So, one yeah. kind of good thing for me came out of it, and, and I'm not being disrespectful at all, um, but I did start watching uh, Pistol. So oh, this kind great. Of, yeah, so it kind of reminded me to watch that, and I felt I got to episode five, and I'll talk about it later. But all good. And also today, I'll just show you this because I'm a bit stupid sometimes. So I bought myself an Audrey too. Oh, right? nice, okay. nice. She's, she's beautiful. Right. <laughs> so, uh, I have my wife in the room. So um, <laughs> anyway, Jess, yeah. what have you been up to? Uh, working and then I, I went to a birthday party. Now, let's just discuss. <laughs> so, yeah. whose birthday was it? How old were they? Uh, they were 11. They were 11. Okay, Blossom, and Blossom's 11. My dog. Now, is that 11 in dog years or in human years? Yeah, that's just my diocese. So, she, I think she's like in her 70s in human years. Right, okay. She's pretty old. Um, it was quite a big turnout for this, was it? Or... <laughs> that was uh, seven of us. So, it was a big Plus party. Seven, so it was a proper party. Kind of. We had Pass the parcel, musical um, chairs. She had some presents that were wrapped. Pe pedigree yeah. chum cakes. No. To be fair, the presents, the presents part, I I, I do that for pets. I've heard, I've heard people do it for their pets. <laughs> yeah. 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 But, no, she, she had her presents and uh, yeah. I think she, she had her presents. presents. She, she had did she unwrap them herself? Did she write a list of what no, she wanted? She no, she what did she get? Anything nice? Uh, just some like squeaky toys that she destroyed in about two minutes. But oh. yeah. So not a copy yeah. of like. Tale of Two Cities or <laughs> Breaking Bad the box set. Yeah. Um card. You read it to her or did she read it? Oh, she read it. Um, I she think read she read it, it herself. Yeah. 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 Of course. Of course. <laughs> yeah. But it was a success, everyone. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. Yeah, no one made a fool of themselves at the party or anything. No, no, no I only went for a couple of hours. Imagine, imagine getting drunk at a oh, dog's yeah. birthday party. You can just get drunk dog beer now, can't you? Apparently, you can get dog I, beer I, now. I was just about to say, I thought you meant the dog was like <laughs> necking him down. I thought you can buy like doggy prosecco and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Oh, cool. and I bought her some before, and she loved it. Oh wow! Okay. And does it yeah. taste like prosecco? I didn't try it, funnily enough. Um, <laughs> That's how they get you. It's probably it's just like... It's just water. Sparkling water, I don't think so, because she, like, downed it. <laughs> <laughs> she wasn't necking With the bottle, just... Yeah. yeah. 
it's, it's, it's a very British thing, Dan. Yeah. Um, dog yeah. birthday parties, I think. Is it? I don't have a dog. Do you? I'm, 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 I'm just being presumptuous. So. And I suppose she has had a birthday for party for it, my sister, I, but I I haven't heard uh, of it uh, as yeah. a... Is it, I'm assuming it's a common thing. I don't know if it's specific. I, I reckon Americans go all out on yeah, uh, birthdays. I don't know if you can see. There she is. Excellent. Over the moon, that dog looks. Yeah. <laughs> look at him. Oh, look at my present. Hello. <laughs> Wait. That's her, her toy that she destroyed. <laughs> okay. Oh, that's funny. That's that's lovely. Mm. So we look forward to next year's Jess. Yeah, right. I'll let you know. Should be twelve. <laughs> Larry. <laughs> um, You're looking different this week. I don't know what it is. No bandana. <laughs> no bandana. Mm. Yeah, he's gone for the backwards cap. He's yeah. TJ Detwiling it. <laughs> image comes up. How? <laughs> um, no, I haven't. I've been working, um, and then obviously got found out I had COVID uh, yesterday, and then yesterday and today I've been doing some some drawing, which I haven't got them on me, but I'll show them at one point in the oh, podcast. Oh, some drawings. Yeah, what, yeah. What, so what are I, they of? Uh, so it's like different different things. So like I do like big A A three prints like they're on card. So they're they're not these aren't coloured yet. But I've done I think a Spider Man one, a Hulk one, uh, a Star Wars one, and what was the other one? A Captain America one. I've done an orangutan or anything like that. I want a Douglas one. That's yeah, the, that's, that's what I thought you might do. No. Douglas episode five coming soon. Just oh, waiting on yeah. Ewan. Just waiting on Ewan to sign the contract. I did. Do you want to be honest? Oh, I, I I did have some thoughts on a possible story. I, there I, you I'll go. Say, I did have thoughts about a possible story. <laughs> Douglas episode <laughs> five. <laughs> Should we start episode V? Yeah. Oh yeah. That's, but that, that's the great thing Douglas about Douglas Strikes that. Back. <laughs> <laughs> episode V. Douglas Strikes Back. I I, I love it. The thing is, is that um. The one thing I love about that series is the episodes are not consistent, but I plan to keep making them. It's just whenever it comes about and it works out. So episode like five a, is coming. A bit like Nightmare on Elm Street. <laughs> yeah, yeah, basically. <laughs> sometimes sometimes we give a shit. <laughs> Dan's just said John Rambo doesn't don't get COVID, he fights. That's three that's, exclamation marks. That's that is what it is. I took the bandana off and the power got sucked out of me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> COVID made made its way in. Mm. And not with my consent. No. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Love the idea of someone giving consent to COVID. <laughs> yeah, come I'll, on. Come I'll on. take uh, one order of COVID, please. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want fries with that? Nah. Nah, nah. So you that, that's that's about it, yeah. So you and you've been smashing pasta. You know I have. Yeah. It's a very nice pasta, actually. I've sort Is of it? perfected the bolognese sauce. I put I get put some like sort of fresh salmon in there. Ooh, with some ooh. Nando sauce cheeky, and garlic, cheeky, yeah. Nando mm, sauce, yeah. and some red wine. Red wine, that, that was yeah. What, in a glass or in the? Well, a bit, a bit of both. Not tonight. I didn't have it in a glass tonight, but I, uh, I put it in the sauce. Um, and yeah, that's good. Also today, yeah. Um, I <laughs> sounds a bit weird. I, I had my first uh, bath in the flat. Now, for those who don't know me, I, I do he, love. A he bath. doesn't normally bath. 
I don't it's usually good. bath, no. um, or at least at, in this flat. I used to bath quite a lot, but I've been afraid of the bath in my flat because I've never used it before. And I don't know. I, I wasn't sure if like the plug would work or whatever, because it's one Ooh. of those. It's not ones you like. You put the plug in. It's one of those like you have to like. It has like a button or something, and, you, and it goes down. I worried that if I used it, those of gludge would come out because I didn't trust it. But I used the bath today, and it was, it was, it was lovely. It was, it was properly good. Did you but have a bath the... bomb? Did you put like a little no, bath no, bomb no? Because I, because I, I, I didn't want to invest in the bath before. This but now you experiment. will. <laughs> now I will. I'll probably I'll probably use a like a bottle of Radox or something. Crack open a bottle of Radox and just <laughs> <laughs> and just and just pour that through. But unfortunately, it makes you sort of like sort of immobile through the whole day because you're just like, especially in this heat. You know, <laughs> it's it's weird to have a bath when it's like twenty degrees out there. But uh, but nice. no, that was good. I thought I'd tell you. About I had a bath. <laughs> I ain't had a bath for a long, long time. <laughs> I do wash though. So anyway, this week we're on to like our Nightmare on Elm Street Seven in the series. This Wes Craven's new nightmare. Um, yeah, we'll talk about what we're going to do next week. We've got a choice to make, really. So it's made in 1994, directed by Wes Craven this time. Um, starred Heather Langenkamp as herself. And as Nancy, and Robert England as himself, and Freddie. Um, it was 112 minutes long, and it felt that long as well. Um, Eight million budget with a box office of 19 million, so it's gradually going down, isn't it? Yeah, it was the um, worst. It was it was the worst um, in at the bo- that This is the worst film in terms of box office. Yeah, takings. I think I told you I was watching it last night, and I, I did let you know what the rotten was. Can you remember what it was? 72 wasn't it yeah something like that which i find i preferred i preferred the last one to that to be honest um i can tell already yeah i can i can tell already what's coming you may have different feelings i don't know but um <laughs> oh no oh no <laughs> oh no i know what's coming so, it is on the horseshit kind of ratings as well it's, it's it's on there um so i'm interested jess first watch for you ewan yeah well. first watch for me as well yeah larry obviously not no anyone in the group chat was it a first watch there's quite a few people in there now um i just put right i've got my usual bullet points right um so does this mean because the films are kind of made to make you feel like it's real. And then I watch this one and then it's saying that they're only films. That's my it one of the issues I have with this film. Like so now, can you imagine how confused I am? Because I've just watched six films thinking they're real. <laughs> Even though they're not real, they're not real, but they're kind of made out to be real. And then well, this it... film saying they're not real because some thin low monster needs to be is kind of gone into that story and needs to be kept alive. And if you don't do a sequel, then he's gonna he gets pissed off about it. Is that kind of? Yeah, kind of. Yeah, it's sort of like it's supposed to be like a sort of. It's it's like a, a it's not it's not Freddy, is it? It's like a demon that sort of in, embodies Freddy. He looks a um, bit like him. Yeah, yeah. And if you and for, for a while, as as in the film, this is sort of explained in a sort of expositional scene, sort of midway through the film, 
where Helen Langenkamp uh, visits Wes Craven. Um, in- interesting scene. Um, I-, I will just say now that I that I really enjoyed the film, <laughs> but this particular scene, this particular scene wasn't wasn't up there in in the best in the best of the scenes that that was that was in the film mainly because Wes Craven is a really bad actor <laughs> um, it was terrible um, acting yeah and and Hedden's <laughs> husband he was horrendous <laughs> but um but yeah so so Wes Craven is writing the script for the latest Nightmare on Elm Street and he's explaining that to Helen, who's having the, all these visions and dreams about Freddy, that um, that all the films have been sort of imprisoning a specific demon, and now that they've finished the series, that demon is kind of released out there. Mm. Um, I kind of, I was kind of an, I was kind of slightly annoyed that they explained that because I, because I think I, I'm not. In, entirely sure that that aspect of it of it works um it didn't bother me a lot because i thought i mean if we're comparing this to the other nightmare on elm streets the the, the plot isn't too far-fetched compared to what we've been sort of delivering <laughs> yeah. in the past um however I, I it's interesting i almost don't think of this as a as an official entry of the yeah, I agree. on Elm Street series. I sort of think of it as a kind of satirical spin-off in a way. Mm-hmm. Um and I think I kind of kind of think of it as like because I think Wes Craven got the idea like I think he was approached by Bob Shea as he as he usually is to um to to do another one. That's Lynn Shea's think... husband. She's in it as well, isn't she? She in it briefly, Lynn Shay? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. But um but yeah, he but Wes Craven, I think, watched all the sequels. And I think he was very polite about them. I think he I, I think he put it as as politely as he could. He said that mm. they lacked a sort of consistency. And they did. I, and he, didn't he say as well, like, again, because I agree with you, he was very polite, very polite. But he, yeah. didn't he say as well, like he felt that they lost their way? Yes. <laughs> um, and I think that's very. I actually thought he he thought they were absolute garbage. Yeah, of, of course he did. <laughs> um, even the one he co-wrote, I think, because <laughs> I think, um, and I think he also hated it because he do- he didn't like where they took the character that he made. Yeah. Um, so I I always I, I mean part of why I enjoyed this film I think is because it was kind of it's kind of almost subtly in some ways, but it, it's his way of saying that he didn't like the way the Nightmare on Elm Street series went. And in a way, I think that's quite a sort of, I don't know, I think of that as quite a maverick move. Um, and I and I, kind, I kind of love that you, because also I've been watching like every time we've watched these films, I've watched like the, the making ofs and the sort of talking heads um, that include like Bob Shea and Wes Craven and stuff like that. And I did, I, I did, I, I did enjoy the fact that Bob Shea turns up and <laughs> tries to convince Helen Longcott yeah. to come into to to go into the um the next the, the forthcoming sequel to to Freddy, um and I like the sort of lit the, there's sort of little digs like when Helen is like interviewed on that sort of TV chat show, and like all the audience are dressed as Freddy, and then um, Robert Englund as Freddy like comes in in that sort of novelty way. You, I, I think you can tell that Wes Craven is just taking the piss out of out of like the whole phenomenon or, or, or what it's become. Um, especially when Helen says that line that sort of 
um like all kids know freddy he's like king kong and and stuff like that father think, christmas yeah if I, yeah exactly and i think i i think that's him saying I, I don't like how people are treating this character and i don't like what the films did with it and i think that's the main reason why i enjoyed it i also mm. enjoyed it um because i couldn't predict wherever it was gonna go and i think after so many films where I'm just watching it, and I'm just watching the same formulaic moves come after the other, barely, badly scripted usually, um, by directors who weren't competent, who weren't, who didn't really know what they were doing. They were just looking at a paycheck at the end of the week, you know. Um, it, it's quite, it was quite refreshing to have Wes Craven back. I mean, I, I don't, I, by no means, I don't think this is a perfect film, and in some ways, I think it's more of a. It, it, it also, I think it should also be looked at as a precursor to Scream in terms of its kind Ooh. of metafictional aspects. I could feel that in that film. Yeah, it especially was more like especially, Scream than, yeah, any, than the others. Yeah. Especially with the phone scenes. I mean, I think I think those phone scenes are very, very similar to Scream, which is weird because I mean, I mean, Wes Craven, I don't think wrote the script to Scream. I think that was Kevin Williamson, but I think you can see elements of that. And I think Scream is a much better film than New, than New Nightmare, but it's Ooh. um. But I don't know. I I kind of enjoyed it from like almost like a um, a critical or analytical point of view, just like seeing how Wes Craven is trying to sort of like I don't know deconstruct these elements of horror and how he sort of like builds it as almost like a psychological thriller, and then it becomes like about more re about reality and fiction um, rather than sort of dreams and reality. I actually I actually quite enjoyed that. Um, and I'm not. I'm not really into like. It's interesting we're, we're talking about it on the on the WhatsApp group and stuff like that. And you were talking about how it's sort of like, I don't know. It kind of cuts through the the sort of myth, mythos of of Freddy in a weird way that's been built up and and now it's been slashed through. I almost don't think of it like that because I think of it as almost like, as now as I say, like a kind. I kind of think of it as a nearly two hour piss take of what's mm. what's come before. Um, and I think I, I think I enjoyed it from that perspective. And I think it's just, it's just really entertaining. And I, and I, and I thought the, a lot of the others weren't. I um, see. I, I will give you a hundred percent that this one, this film has. You can tell like it's made by Wes Craven. There's a lot more detail and a lot more, dare I say it, but talent in in how scenes are set up the the effects how freddy like especially the ending i think the ending is just such a like i will happily agree that i enjoy watching the ending of this film where the character of nancy is almost pulled back into that world mm. with the house and it's like you know the i forget his name but the actor who plays um her dad in the first one comes back and they're very good friends in this and then he starts becoming you know calling her like oh nancy she's like what the fuck are you calling me nancy yeah. for and it's like they're all getting pulled in and you know where they end up in that kind of temple at the end i'm like that's a that's something that i would have loved to have seen expanded upon mm. really well in but but for me what lets this film down is it's Try, and again, as we've said, which I completely agree and understand it, that this is almost a precursor to Scream. So it's very much, you know, that kind of take and style. But I think with Nightmare on Elm Street, when you start going so meta with it, it loses that, for me anyway, 
it lo- it loses that appeal. So the first three quarters of the film, you know, are very, I don't know. It's almost, it's just weird to explain. Like you've got characters who I'm there like, oh, that's Nancy. She's back. And it's like, yeah, I'm just casually, my son's watching the film, the first one. And oh no, don't watch that. And it's it's little things like that. And, you know, with the whole scripts of Wes Craven's writing the script, as we've said, but the script is what's happening in the film. So they're reading dialogue that they're speaking. And Can it's you imagine like... how confused I was? That's my biggest, that's my biggest yeah, yeah. thing with, with the film is the, my biggest flaw is that I would have much preferred it being still set in the universe and having all the film stuff in there where a director wants to make a film about the events that's happened in night, the nightmare on Elm street franchise and set in that world still. But it, that's how Freddie's coming back is through this new, you know, concept, but instead they, they, it's an odd decision for me to go, Oh, everything we've built up. Ah, it didn't happen. It's yeah, a film. But, but, and the, then but to me, it's the, like, Oh, heartbreaking. Cause this that is first the, film is so good. I, I, I think this is interesting. Cause I, I actually, in some ways, I think the opposite to you in that mm. I think it almost should have been because all, all the sort of horror stuff, which it's weird to say for a, a Freddy film, but a lot of the horror stuff I felt was almost shoehorned in. I I feel yeah. instinctively that Wes Craven was more interested in the sort of the scenes where Nancy is interviewed and she's being questioned about, um, you know, horror films impact on kids and stuff like that. I feel like Wes Craven was more interested in that and had to then justify it by putting in the horror elements in some ways. And I feel like it would have been even more interesting to have a kind of, I don't know, to, to push the satirical angle more so that it was almost like, I don't know, a twisted version of extras or something, if you know yeah. what I mean. Would, um, would, wouldn't you agree, though? And this is just off the top of my head, but wouldn't you agree that this concept would have been great in a sort of cabin in the woods sort of way where you have someone writing a script and wants to make a good new horror character that rivals Freddy, Jason, uh, Mike Myers, and you have all those characters coming to life and going into the real world. But I just, I feel isolating it to Freddy is what I find baffling because I understand it, the Nightmare on Elm Streets, and I know, you know what he's getting at and that they've had such an impact and people do you know you mentioned freddie people don't go like they don't scratch their heads and go who's that they you yeah. hear nightmare on elm street people know it's a guy with the claw and the, yeah. the, the red and green sweater um and the hat but i just think it was I, I i get where you're coming from i just i find it's just, just such an odd decision to take your work especially the first one like i would have preferred him to do a direct sequel to the first one and go like i'm ignoring all that came after well this yeah is in, like an alternative but to, to make it so meta it yeah. gets it does get confusing when you're I watching mean, it's, it but, yeah but i mean it's, it's it, i mean it's, it's weird because i i quite like a lot of films that have that kind of meta textual angle i mean it's interesting I, the the sort of afternoon um before i watched it I watched a film called, um, which we'll probably talk about later, See How They Run, which is a new kind of meta mystery drama thing set in the 50s. So I was sort of adjusted to that maybe before I was watching it. But I also, it's interesting that this came because it was made in 1994, um, which is the same year that Pulp Fiction came out. Um, another, quite, quite another metatextual film in some ways. But mm. also it, it reminded me of um, Charlie Kaufman and um, Adaptation 
where just the just the, from the, the script and the very sort of like self self referential aspect to it, and I think I I don't know I quite I I I think in some ways it's because it was it was so different from the rest, mm. and it was actually trying something new. And I think that's what Wes Craven always tries to do with every film he wants to do. He wants mm. to create a new experience for the audience to to sort of plunder. Um, and I think I was just so disappointed, especially by um, Freddy's Dead, the sixth yeah, one. Yeah. I was just so bored of everything to do with that that just to have like a film that comes comes out and that's basically saying yeah yeah the sequels were shit so we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna pursue we're gonna pursue with that thought i just go go through i admit i admit there are lots of things in this film which aren't um well done i mean as you know i started the, the west craven scene nothing makes um, sense nothing makes sense to me at least the others they might have been bollocks but at least i could work out what was going on i don't know but it didn't the, the, this it didn't one, really, it, did, it didn't, it didn't really baffle me that much. I mean, I mean, I, sp- I suppose, but I, I, I think maybe the, I think they could have allowed. I think, as you said earlier, the sort of they could have elaborated on why Wes Craven seems to have the power of, you know, writing things into reality. Yeah. Um, and the sort of Robert Englund storyline as well was was a bit underdeveloped. Well, you sort of saw Robert Englund being quite normal, and that's quite an interesting. I, th- I did, thought that was quite interesting seeing did, Robert Englund just being playing a normal actor. Didn't um, didn't Robert Englund as as well? I I believe he said that this is his favorite. Oh right, I, I didn't. Know he that. he. I believe he said that this is his favorite Nightmare on Elm Street. He's taking the piss as well. <laughs> well, right. well, I I I just again my my. You know, as we've said, like I think there, are, like when I understand for Wes Craven, it's a thing of like what what can you do as another sequel? Because you don't want to just go Freddy's back, and there's some more kids, and they've got to get away. Like you have to have an angle, a good, you know, the hook of why. Oh, okay, this is interesting. Um, which is why I think you know, with the whole when we discussed it, the Friday the Thirteenth, I think that they literally just went ah. It's, Jason's back and a bunch of kids and we'll shove them in the, the, the campsite and all that and they'll die and add all the sex imagery and all that. Just shove it all in there. Whereas I respect... Amazing, that... Amazing stuff. <laughs> I, I respect that Wes Craven did take a different angle and where I don't agree with it, whatever, but like I do give him credit that he's taken it in a different angle, but I would have much preferred because there are scenes in this that I'm like, oh, if it was set in the universe and this was almost Nightmare on Elm Street 2, because an example would be when the babysitter is killed in the hospital room. And it's a scene that we're all familiar with from the first film where the girlfriend is killed. But what I love about it is that it's it's, it's exactly what a remake or a reimagining should do, which is expands upon it. Because in that first film, we only see the girlfriend getting shoved on the walls and all the blood and all that. Whereas in this film, it gives us almost an, another look from Freddy's angle of what he's doing in that mm. time. So you see him physically pulling her up the wall, talking to the kid. Um, and I just feel as though, for me personally, I would have much preferred a like a, a film that forgot about the sequels, maybe not Dream Warriors, because I actually like that. Um, but then just did like a, a new take on it. Whereas I think the angle of being like, oh yeah, even the first film is a film. I, 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 
it's not just this film either it's there's another franchise that does it where or has done it where it kind of is self-referential of like oh yeah the things that have come before they were just films they weren't they didn't actually happen and i think that the weight that those films carry to when you're watching them just immediately gets flushed like down a toilet because then you're like oh well it wasn't real but so why, you, why but, do we but, but wouldn't you also say that if if Wes craven just made a direct sequel to the first one um i i possibly i mean if i'm looking at it like i see what you're saying if i'm looking at it like this is a sequel to the first one and this is the meta angle that crushes me as well because as i said just a minute ago dream warriors i really like as a sequel mm. i think it's like for me it's like the nance it's nancy's story continued yeah. so i wouldn't have mind minded another film with nancy in it again even though like in the dream warriors she technically dies i wouldn't yeah, yeah. have minded if she she was actually at the hospital and she you know and they did that sort of thing yes it would have needed a better story of just there's more kids or whatever but i just i'm never a fan of when you have good like the first film is really good and i just don't like that aspect of i don't like the aspect of when they're like no nah, it wasn't real there's a film and what me the right me the writer wes craven i have the power and i'm physically writing but but that's but that's possibly another thing that he did was that because of people's like obsession with freddy and the nightmare films he is probably saying you guys know it's just a film right because i think i i I think wes craven does 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 think of these things um and i think he is you know he's a he's a cinephile and he obviously loves horror but he's a very intelligent man yeah, yeah, yeah 100%. and he's—I mean, you know—probably like triple the IQ of of the other directors who did, who did the who did the sequels, um, except for Dream Warriors, which I thought was quite good as well. But it's yeah. sort of—I—I um, uh, I, I feel like there's a lot in you, you can unpick in in New Nightmare, um, uh, and I feel like. I mean, as I say, there, there are some that like I don't, I'm not sure if the the kid was that good. He was kind shit. Of... <laughs> yeah, yeah. You can come. Kind on, let's just of... be honest. He, he was like, I've got a bullet point. The boy. Right? The boy. Um, <laughs> I just wrote that down, and he was, he was, he was annoying. He was almost he was as like... annoying as the kid from the Babadook. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like, look at him. <laughs> yeah. So that was he, him. He was sort I of. You, want that annoying? You, you could see Wes Craven was like taking bits from um, The Shining, The Exorcist, and The Omen. Um, yeah. uh, the problem is, is that the actor playing uh, Dylan um, is nowhere near as good as Linda Blair or Danny well, Lloyd. There's, you know, that, there's, sort of... there's, there's that one, <laughs> there's that one scene where, again, where the babysitter is getting killed and he's got his hand up, like trying to get, and he tur- he turns like to the camera. I can't remember what he shouts, but he shouts like something like mum or mummy or something. Mm. And it's so I <laughs> rewatching it, I like I was, I was so funny. <laughs> I was just <laughs> laughing. I was just like, couldn't, uh, didn't look at that and think, should we do another for safety? Mm. Should we yeah. just do one <laughs> yeah, more? Yeah. <laughs> can Can I just ask Jess what she thinks? She's been quite quiet. She's been calmly. Listening. I was so bored watching. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, yeah. I was so bored. I. It was just. Kind it is of boring, isn't it? Place for me. It's, it's boring. And I just. It didn't keep my attention whatsoever. Um, and I couldn't wait for it to be over. <laughs> my honest opinion. That's quite perfect. Yeah. It's perfect, Jess. You couldn't say it any better, really. It is bloody boring. Mm-hmm. I don't like all this meta crap anyway. So 
I just didn't get like the the driver as well. I thought he was going to be a big part of this, and then he just disappears. Yeah, Which you're one? right. Oh, the the, the yeah. chauffeur. The yeah. creepy like. Oh, the one who gives it a little. Yeah, and then nothing. Because else. then he knows where she lives, and he's a fan of hers. And I was like, oh, this has got to go somewhere, right? And then nothing. Mm. And but like nowhere. even even yeah. like what even what you're saying there, you can come up with a great a better at least i feel a better angle like you could have it where yeah okay we're going meta the first one was a film but there's these killings going on and people think freddy's real but in actual fact it's the chauffeur who's obsessed with nancy and and all that Hmm. but it doesn't do that it just goes yeah yeah, there's a demon and it's not freddy but it's it's going through freddy and yeah, yeah, it yeah, wants yeah. it wants, and I just think it gets too. It, it becomes like a line where you're just like, "Oh fuck me!" Ah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> because at one point she tries to tell someone that she has like a crazy fan, and then that person like changes the subject, and then it's forgotten about from that point. Hmm. What if like, you deleted yeah. scenes? Yeah. Or Wes Craven just probably was writing it, just like, ha ha ha. Too clever for Kevin Jess. Yeah. Far too clever. (laughs) So we rate this Mm because, see, I don't want to do an hour and a half on this if we can help it. Um, (laughs) Jess, Mm. 10 out of 10. What? Three. Because okay. I gave the last one a four and I actually preferred the last one to this. Yeah, me too. And I don't know what I gave the last one. I'm going to give it a three. A is, I agree, it's it's boring. Some of, some of the bits and pieces in it are good. It reminds me of Scream. Obviously, it's it's better directed. Um, it looks different, the way it's filmed. Again, we spoke about that before, the way they use obviously different filters or whatever on the cameras and things, but it looks different. Um yeah, so I, I would give it a three, and I really I might even just throw the disc away so I don't have to go <laughs> through it again. So, I like, thought the I've same got... about Freddy's Dead, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, so like, I, I've, I've got this box there. there. There's a few. Maybe I've watched the extras or something. Not you do, you and. But um, it, it makes no sense. Larry? Uh, I gave the last one a three. Okay. I, I, I'm going to give this one a, a four. And that's be- and the reason I'm going to go one higher is because I think there are aspects of it that are good. I like the dream space stuff um, that is presented. So, like you know, there's that there's lots of scenes where characters are pulled into like either a coffin and it's like a gateway into the dream world or what through the, the sheets. What the hell is all that about as well? The coffin. The, the, the... Well, it's just again, it's just <laughs> like it's like the evil trying to get through, isn't it? And manipulating. Nancy in that sort of way with her husband dying and everything but I I I give it a four because I think it's not one that if if I'm sat down going what do I which ones do I want to watch it's it's not on my list of ones but the average is seven on rotten yeah I think I think a lot of people liked how Wes Craven returned to this franchise and I look it's 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 definitely not the worst one there are there were others in this know. franchise. I, I there don't are others know. This... I don't know. We're, we're talking about, actually, we're, we're right the first seven in a minute. I'm quite interested to do that, how we would put them all. But, uh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm interested so... to know, though, Ewan's one. Well, ten, out ten. <laughs> um, ten out of ten. I'm going to give it a seven. Um, oh. uh, because Which it's is obviously... up there with the Rotten Tomatoes score. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. I mean, it's interesting actually, because it's sort of um because even though it was a box office um disaster, 
um, it was actually very well received by critics in particular. And I wonder if that's because of the, again, meta. the kind of meta angle of it and the kind of, uh, I don't know, a lot of critics possess a kind, I'm not saying this is for me necessarily, but in terms of um, people like, I don't know, Roger Ebert or Mark Mode or whatever, um, they have this like pantheon of knowledge that they have. And so they can, pick out i'm not saying you guys don't but it's sort of um no i know what you mean i know <laughs> yeah, you, you know mean. what i mean you know what i mean yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. um which is probably why critics uh liked it and i, and I liked it for the same reason can i can um, i ask a question though yeah just a, just before we go into rating all the others as well do you not think that it is highly rated because a lot of people got so bogged down with the franchise that when they rev when they brought back certain characters like nancy her dad uh, you know, yeah. all of these, all of these. Do you not think that it was just kind of a thing where people were like, "Oh, thank God!" Like we actually have like forms of talent again. Possibly, that uh, that is that is possible. Um, but it's a relief um, from my yeah. from my point of view. <laughs> yeah. Keep in mind, um, the the first one is is in incredible for me, and then it, and then it, and then it slips off. Obviously, the third one's quite good. I quite enjoyed the fifth one, um, but the mm. sixth one just just made me yeah, depressed. Shit. Yes. physically depressed <laughs> and so when this came along when not new nightmare came along I, I just i just love the idea that wes craven knows the sequels a lot of them are shit or at least he thinks they're shit and so i, yeah. I kind of respected the fact that he was making a film like based on those thoughts um yeah. and i i uh, contrary to jess and perhaps all of you i i found it a very entertaining experience i i i didn't find it i didn't find well uh, there are some bits that are middling which i found a bit boring and i feel like it would have been better as a a straight out meta psychological thriller rather than going into i i contrary to you lawrence i mean i i, I liked how they were directed but i wasn't a big fan of the finale um only because i felt like it was going a bit too far like it was a kind of setting, like sort of a, like a Roman city. That's sort of like so, yeah, Roman I loved it. Cow I, I loved it. I and loved I was just it. like, this is this is going a bit, a bit too. Because he's clearly kind of sort of like I, I feel like Wes Craven's going into like you know the origins of storytelling, and it's like oh, this could be the Bible and stuff like or John Milton, you know, sort of stuff yeah. like that. And I feel like that was going a bit, a bit too far for me. I, I I think if it was just focused on is Nancy crazy or not, I think that would have been a more interesting. Um, angle in some ways because then you get the whole thing about you know how um, fame or being associated with one one thing is um, can, can torture a person uh, can torture a person in some ways um, but I but I I really enjoyed it overall so yeah I'll give it seven seven cool. okay so in the group chat let us know what you're thinking um, so we rate these then so far because we've got two more to visit haven't we we got Freddie Jason and I'm Which tempted. I'm tempted oh, to do that last so we can roll straight into Friday the 13th. I am tempted. Oh, it's one of my... Okay, so I have to, I have to part with that fucking bullshit before I go into the one so that we, I really like. It might like. be that we watch, <laughs> we watch the kind of... The remake, you could call it, next week. Um, Fuck's sake, yeah, all right. So, so, if we get a rate, <laughs> so if we get a rate these now, I would go the first one, then the third... Then the second, and then four, five, six, seven. That's how now I see. And four and five, I, there, I could switch either of them really. Um, and I do prefer six to seven. So the what is that? I can hear. It's Thrush's week. 
Oh right yeah, <laughs> it is. It is. Freshers week. What does that mean? Freshers week. That means two weeks straight of clubbing for all the oh. uni Is this before they start Which university? I missed. I missed mine. I missed yours. Yeah. I did it four years in a row. So for anyone listening, Jess Jess lives somewhere near lots of students and things. And yeah. what we could hear, and you, if you're listening at home, you may have heard some noises going on in the background. Screaming. I don't know what kind of noises they were. Um, I, thought, I thought it might have been your hamster again. But, or Someone guinea was pig. like screaming like God save the Queen last night. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. Really? Well, God yeah. save the King or Queen? They were just right. like seeing the tune. They weren't really seeing words. Okay. Uh, but yeah. Well, word of advice for anybody if you're going into freshers, never ever ever go to your soon-to-be teacher and ask when freshers starts because they'll fuck you over <laughs> and they'll tell you a date that's not correct. <laughs> but I did do that it. What happened to you? I did do it. Yeah, no, I I I I I emailed in. Email. I just, yeah, fancy old email, and just was like, <laughs> oh, um, when does freshers start? And I was given a date, and I was like, awesome, built myself up. And as I as I came in, um, I was like, this is really odd. I was like, why, why? I was like, in my head, I was like, why is it that I'm being told the lecture, we all need to line up at the lecture theater? I was like, maybe that's where we all get introduced to each other. <laughs> Every fucker from the uni comes yeah. in all talking, like, oh yeah, yeah. I was like, <laughs> oh fuck off. <laughs> but I did, I did, I did get to do the second year. I basically tracked that as like a first year freshers, and then I did third. So, so it's just two. getting drunk, is it? It's, yeah, just yeah, making friends games. and like yeah. it's a checklist we had. Yeah, I remember, which <laughs> I remember that from the second year. I remember that from the yeah. second. No, actually, it's in first year, but later on. What does salut know. mean again? Is it hello? Yeah, oh, hi. It's a friend. It's French, hi, right? hello, Ramos. All right, mate. You got someone in the group chat. Um, um I would. I'll go I'll, just because it's fresh in my head. Cool. I would go one, Nightmare on Elm Street one. Uh, then the third Dream Warriors. Then I would go four, five. Two, seven, six. Oh, okay. Yeah, we'll get that, Jess. I don't know if I remember them. <laughs> I don't know if I watched four and five. I think I skipped them. So, you sh- well, is it because you weren't on? You were doing something else. I wasn't on. Oh, yeah, like, I was really busy, so I didn't get yeah. a chance to watch them. Just on the podcast, just like, yeah, it was back. it was good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I can't be there this week. I have a dog wedding to go to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry, that's, no, that's next week. <laughs> Birthday so wedding and then freshers. Freshers for the dogs. <laughs> one, three, two, no. Yes. Is that all you've watched? How six, many seven. of the seven have no, you watched? No, seven, six. No, you watched six, seven, seven and six. You didn't watch five and four. Yeah. One, three, oh, two, okay. six, seven. Okay, Ramos, that's great. Ramos speaks English very well because we don't. <laughs> um, yeah, mate. What What are you thinking? Um, did you Did you watch this film? We are talking about Wes Craven's new nightmare. Interested to hear your thoughts. Thumbs up so, or thumbs down? Thumbs up, thumbs down. Yeah, you in. Yeah. So uh, seven, seven, <laughs> seven, seven, <laughs> seven, seven, seven. Um, so I'm going for uh, one, three, 
seven, <laughs> uh, five, four, three. No, sorry, sorry, <laughs> sorry, sorry. I'll start again. One, three, seven, five, four, two, six. Sounds like I'm reading out a phone number. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Yes, yeah, six was definitely the worst for me. I, I thought it couldn't yeah. get worse than two, but then six came along. Six <laughs> amazing. Six, what six, are you six, talking about? Two, two <laughs> rubbish. Six, 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 though, is I think by far the worst. Six just feels like a group of people sat down and just went, fuck it. The whole night. I hope you watched them all, Dan. I think you did, didn't you? They, they are a blur at times. I think. Four, five, except six. For the, uh, except, except, except for the seventh one, that tried something different. <laughs> mm. <laughs> tried something. The others are all the same. Yeah, I I've, agree. A, I've actually. What, uh, it, is... what I tried to do was be very, very boring. You. Sorry, Larry. <laughs> oh no, no. I was, I was just going to say. Gonna... Tell me no. something interesting. Well, probably probably not that interesting, but um, <laughs> while we've been doing these Nightmare on Elm Streets, um, I think okay. I want to say it was um, when we were reviewing, because I wasn't on Dream Warriors, uh, sadly. Who was on but, that then? That's just you and me? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, oh, yeah. I, I, I was in the car trying to come back for it. Yeah, and yeah. Traffic fucked me over. But um, I think it was number four. Um, I've actually started writing a concept for a, a nightmare on elm street but directly after dream warriors and oh, only nice. and it's only one three and then this it'll probably be shit <laughs> <laughs> but we'll see i'll put have it you in our right you'll be like an extreme redditor lawrence you'll be like <laughs> this is this is how it should be <laughs> <laughs> yeah literally this is how the franchise should have been <laughs> 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 if you disagree, you're wrong. <laughs> uh, no, no, but I'll put, I'll put it in our group chat and 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 and, and see. Oh, so no, my be a laugh. Next week, let's let's be clear. Do we obviously we're heading into that hundred? I'm just thinking to get us to episode one hundred. There's a few films to get us there, but and do we do Friday the Thirteenth in the future? I don't know how many of us have watched them all. I know I have. Um, yeah, I've, I've watched them all. Three. Um, I mean, they're pretty I, good. They're like the Nightmare on Elm Streets. Like, they all vary. There's, you know, very different ones from the other. Jason goes good. to hell. We could always miss that off. Um, again, Ramos, I don't speak. For, I'm going to France next month. It's possible to participate in France. France. Is it possible? I was thinking that's it. Is it possible? Yeah. Cool. Say as it is possible to participate in on front. Um I'm... so don't so tell you, let me tell you a, let me tell you a story. I'm gonna tell you a story. My wife enters lots of competitions and we, she won us a holiday four days in oh, France. Wow. But anyway, we won it last year and because of COVID and everything else, everything got cocked up. So we thought that's it, we've lost a holiday. It was all flights and everything. Okay, it was south of France, somewhere called Nantes. Is that is that a place? Nantes, something like that. I thought you said something else. I was like, not, not Nantes. No, not, <laughs> not, not Nice. No, no, we'll move like past that. It. <laughs> so we're going there, but then they rung up and they were like, "Can we have big Halloween parties <laughs> at my house? Like big Halloween parties." So they called us and said, "Do you still want to go?" We went, "Yeah." So we're going for the Halloween weekend to France for four days. Nice. Should be lovely, all paid for. Nice. Um, decent hotel and things. 
sadly, we won't be able to do a podcast unless I do it from France. But I will take one of the masks with me. You can see in the background. I will definitely oh, um, take oh. one of them with me. Um, Let's roam around France. On the on the plane. Shall we do the real? <laughs> yeah, I will wear it on the plane. I will. Um, yeah. So Dan's put you in French as a song. <laughs> <he's barfing>, like... <laughs> so um, thank you. Nice, nice. Oh. Shall we do the remake next week then? Well, shouldn't it be? Right. Should we do it by date order? Shouldn't okay, it be? What's the date? Oh, okay, what's the date? Okay, let's do let's Jason. do Freddy Jason then. Yes. Fucking hell! Thank Freddy. God for that. So we'll be intrigued. I'm not, I'm, I'm sure. I'm. Well, I haven't seen Freddy versus Jason, but is it is it a direct sequel to? Uh, it, it no, it Friday does. It, it no, it does. Yeah, no. So so it it's it's a bit odd with the endings of the the franchises of Nightmare and for um, Friday the Thirteenth. I think it like only does the core films mm. but it is a an official sequel to both of those right. and I, I love it <laughs> i'm waiting for everyone oh, to come I, on and be like it's shit, but i love it oh, i like it as well so there's no no problems for me um yeah. dan's hot picks a little bit different this week because i will tell you why in a sec but i haven't been able to watch it so should we move on to that yeah sure. dan's hot pick I always, I always, okay. So, Dan, I don't know. I, I did put a thing in our group chat earlier about the hatching mm -hmm. or hatching as it's called. I don't know if any of you got to see. What's the trailer? Yeah, what's okay, the trailer? I couldn't find so, the film, but I think it comes trailer? out next week in the UK. I know it comes to view. I think next it's the week. 16th of September, so on Friday. Yeah. Friday. yeah. So I will go and see it because after watching the trailer, and I will explain what it's about in my head. Um, looks like some kind of gymnast girl who's getting pushed by her mum to to be a better gymnast. Um, goes off in a bit of a strop, I think, um, and finds. Don't they kill a bird or something? Anyway, yeah. he finds. A bird, yeah. a bird, a bird. Basically, a bird comes through while they're eating dinner or breakfast or something, and the mum essentially wraps up the bird, and it's seen in a way of like mothering, and then she just snaps its neck, um, and the young girl sees it and is quite traumatized, and ends up going into the forest and finding what presumably is the but is the bird that yeah. has just been killed's egg. And she then decides to mother that egg, which I think is the theme for the whole film is like motherhood. It certainly looks like it, yeah. Yeah. I just wish they didn't spoil the ending in the trailer. Well, we don't That's know. It's already told. No, 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 no. It is, it is spoiled. <laughs> um, I've worked out enough to know what's going on. It's going to end in tears, isn't it, really? Blood and well, no, whatever just, it's comes just, out of that it's egg. Just the yeah, end. it gets bigger, doesn't it? keeps getting bigger yeah but the, the the trailer's really good i'm definitely gonna see it and i think it's a great concept and it's an original concept i think i don't think i've seen something like this before i mean maybe elements not, but not i just i just wish no i just wish they didn't show the end shot if they had just cut that and just had the reaction i'd be like oh but i, I don't i was gonna say spoilers but i yeah. haven't we haven't seen it so i'd love it if i'm wrong and i'll put my hands in the air if i'm wrong but to show to show the the 
final result, I shall say, of the egg at the end shot, I think is a silly move. I don't, don't, yeah. Interesting you say that, um, because I wonder if I've watched a different trailer to you two. Because I think I've watched a UK trailer, which is only about a minute and a half, I think. When when the trailer's going on, does she keep repeating a line saying, I'll take care of you? I, th- I don't remember. It's weird because I've watched the one on email. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think I've watched but... the one on email. Um, but I don't remember that ending. So I wonder well, if. I, I just typed it. I just typed it on YouTube and just yeah, typed yeah, in yeah. hatching and it was the first one. Yeah. But it's just, I don't know. I just think it. I, I haven't seen it. I'd love it if that is not the case. Well, but if it I'll is the case, I'll pick it up, Larry. I'm going to go and see it. Obviously, Ewan. <laughs> Fuck you, you. It's only a five at our local cinema. So it's, it's not too it's bad. It's only an hour and a half as well, isn't it, the film? Yeah. So it'd be perfect, really. Hour and a half. Mm. It does look good, though. The effects look good. good. The acting looks good. I thought you might good. have seen it already, Ewan. That's what I thought. No, no, I haven't. I oh, haven't yeah, like film already. festivals. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, it might, have, it might have shown that um, I didn't go. I, have, I haven't been at all. That they have a horror film festival in in London called Fright Fest, and I wonder if it yes. showed that. But I have, I've never been to Fright Fest. So. Have you watched uh, just on another topic? Um, Barbarian, because I'm hearing good things about that. No, I've, again, I, I've heard good things about that as well. Um, I haven't seen it. No, same here. I haven't seen it. It's on the list. It's on the mm. list. Okay, so yeah, maybe. Next week, the week after, we get to see this. Are we? Um, um, are, are we still doing the horror festival? I forget what it was called. Yeah, was that, yeah, the Hampshire, yeah, the, yeah, the football ground, um, cricket ground. Looking it up because yeah, no, cancelled yet. Yeah, that's what I literally. My brain just was like, I swear we've talked about this going November, to November fifth and sixth. You and you again, if you want to come down to that, you're more than welcome to stay here if you want. Yeah, potentially, potentially. I, I'm I'm really bad at thinking of of preparing in advance. I mean, you know, yeah, this family yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so I'll, I'll I'll look into it and see. What well, we're closer to the date, we'll just see. Yeah, won't yeah. we? And just see what's going on. Yeah. Okay, so let's move on to what we watched this week. What have you been watching? No, seriously, what have you been watching? Okay. I've I've got to ask. I've got to ask. <laughs> I think I think this every time. Where is that? What is where is that from? The what have you been watching? Is that just you saying that? And it's you just me. It? Yeah, it's I, me. Because I, I, well, I know seriously, me. what have you yeah. been watching? Yeah. I did that a couple of years ago. I've never been that happy with it, but I've continued to use it. No, no, it's, uh, it's not um, a thing of it's bad. It's it's a no. thing because I know the ending is obviously um, uh, Night of the Living Dead. It's uh, uh, you know the whole like stop it. That's ignorant. But I always wondered that. I'm like, is that from a fucking film or is that just a recording? That's just me. It's just me. Sorry, I, yeah. I, I just had to ask. I think about it every time, and I don't. Okay. I was reading. A, I was reading a book the other day, Jerusalem's Lot, and I remember where I got the podcast name from. Because if you have you read Stephen King's Jerusalem's Lot, I have. I don't. Yeah, think, I, don't I haven't. So it's, a lot of it is dear bones. If you. Oh yeah, yeah. I vaguely remember something like so that. So that, that's Ooh. kind of where where originally I got it from. I was like, okay, we don't know who this Bones is really. It's just someone he writes to. Mm. Um, so yeah, I named the podcast after. I never, I never told anyone that, but 
That's where it comes Big reveal. From. On yeah, I was going to okay. say, if ever there's a quiz in future. It's from Jerusalem to It's quite a boring book, actually. Yeah, uh, it gets, okay. it's a long bit. It's about 650 yeah. pages, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. It's quite boring. Um, what have I watched? No, I haven't been watching any horror because I've been tied up in a couple of things. One of them being, so The Two Towers, um, which is, again... Lovely nearly four hours long so I'm, I'm not hitting that in one hit so i've been going through that it's it's a great film i can't all three of them are all. fantastic yeah i i, I don't i because i bought the extended versions um i don't think i'd ever watched two, the last two anyway um the extended versions there is lots in there i remember i remember sitting in the cinema and go, oh, i don't remember watching that or seeing mm. that mm. and it is Brilliant. I'm watching it with my oldest boy, and he, he he's really liking it, actually. He wants to get a Lord of the Rings tattoo for some reason. He's only 16. Yeah, that's that's um, what I'm aiming to do soon. <laughs> <laughs> um, and he's not getting one, because he's going to get one of them if he does. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, well, I've been watching that with him. Absolutely, absolutely great. So I've not quite finished it yet. We've got another little bit. So, again, um, Gollum is amazing in it. Mm. Andy Serkis just yeah, it's just brilliant. It was quite annoying that I mean, I reckon if that is, there's a kind of um, especially at the time there was a kind of prejudice against um, motion capture or yeah performance capture, and I reckon if there wasn't that prejudice, I reckon he would have been at least nominated for an Oscar. I think for that yeah, and it's not even that. It's 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 pretty good actually. He he is superb in it. Um, well, I think it works because he's meant, you know, there's, I don't know, I know possibly might have heard this term. I know you and I can only speak for you because I know it's, we've talked about it in, in uni, but the reason I don't think it falls into uncanny valley is because he's meant to look odd. Like yeah. he's meant to look like a remnant of a actual person of a hobbit. Yeah. So I think, because I'm, I've always, had my standpoint of i don't think Gollum looks amazing but i think that's a date and time thing of when they were doing it like, yeah. you know if they did it now in the hobbit you can tell that it's just yeah. like little details that look better but mm. I, it works so well because it's that almost lends to the performance and yeah. he's meant to look odd yeah and also it was like wasn't it like one of the first films mm. to use performance capture if if not if not like the first major i know like yeah. other stuff had dabbled but yeah. this was like the i mean first even franchise i mean even it. like they didn't they didn't have like the technology prepared um properly for uh, fellowship which is why Gollum looks slightly different in fellowship of the ring mm-hmm. than does in two towers because they had they they managed to you know fix up the technology prepared for two towers um so yeah it's so a really uh, but it's still i i'm still they're obviously like examples where you're like obviously he's not really walking you can yeah see the computerized i mean especially like 20 years later yeah I think exactly still, it's still it's still like and you can like the scenes where he's talking to himself I mean, that's one of my favourite scenes in the whole series. Just, just him sort of saying, "Saying, Master's my friend. You don't yeah. have any friends." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I always try and do so that good. voice. I always try and do that voice, and it always hurts my throat. <laughs> yeah, especially now. Oh, I would imagine with COVID. Yeah, yeah literally. Like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> that's that's such a great film. Like even like when he's talking about the fish and things, and you've ruined it, and um. He wants everything raw. He, 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 he just wants everything raw. Jess, uh, Jess yeah. it's your turn now. Go on, Jess. <laughs> <laughs> Gollum. 
Nope. Come on, Jess. I can't do Gollum. Look how many hours we put into this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not me. <laughs> oh yeah, brilliant. Highly recommend. I'm moving away. I've got all the three hobbits to do after that, and then we will do the series. Me and me and my son. So yeah. we'll start watching it, and then I'll talk about it. Um, I'll just talk about obviously Pistol. Started watching that. Amazing. Um, I don't know how much of it's true. I do listen to a podcast called Jonesy's Jukebox with Steve Jones. And he did have Glenn Matlock on there for a couple of episodes of that podcast. And it is it did sound like some of it was bollocks, to be honest. But yeah, um you can kind you can kind of see which yeah. parts are fabricated and which aren't. I mean yeah. I mean Johnny Rotten has a problem with the series altogether, I think. I think he tried to actually sue the program makers because um he didn't want the music to be used in the in the in the series because he didn't because it's told it's told from Steve Jones's point of view. And I think I think he was worried yes. that he was going to be put yeah. in a bad light, which I actually don't think in the series he actually isn't put in that poor a light. I think I think that's kind of if you look at interviews with Johnny Rotten, he was he's he's pretty much like he is in the series. I think. Yeah, yeah, de- de- definitely. It's it's a clever, really clever series. Actually, I, I really Maisie Williams looks all right mm. in parts. Um, <laughs> there is, oh, it's it's all good, really. I can't really slate it at all but it is it was all it does seem quite fictional at times also it's you know they, they are singing and playing aren't they i think quite a mm. bit in it and it's it's not it's not just a recording of johnny rotten it's the other guys he's great they're, they're all yeah. great so i've literally got a bit of five to do and then i think is it six series in the ep- six episodes yeah, six, six in the episodes, series yeah so I've got the last one, which I might do tonight, actually. So uh, I've I've really enjoyed that and can highly recommend it. Um, and if you haven't listened to Jonesy's Jukebox podcast, that's well worth a listen because I think most of the pistols are on that, plus many others. Susie, Susie from Susie and the Banshees on there, and there's some good stuff on there. I think the um, actors are also interviewed. Chrissy Hines on there, I think, as well. Hmm. Um, yeah, definitely, definitely really good. Um, that's it for me, really. I do need to get into. I've got loads of new stuff to watch. Um, just got to get around to it. That's all. Jess, let's start with you because you've not said too much tonight. Uh, this week, not really watched anything to be honest. But last week, I didn't get to mention um, the Sandman. It's on Netflix. Um, didn't really know what to expect from it. Everyone's been going on about it, and it's one of those things where you're a bit like, "Oh, everyone's hyping it up," so I don't really know. That's why I haven't How watched it yet. Yeah. <laughs> I've got Netflix. Watching it. There's a lot of good actors and a lot of really random people in it, but you recognise them, and then you have to do that thing where you search them up because you don't know yeah. where you recognise mm. them from. Um, it's like half the cast of Game of Thrones. But um, no, it's it's good. It's not... I, wasn't, well, I was going to say it's not what I was expecting, but I didn't really know what to expect from it. Um, but I'd say it's good. It's a, it's a good watch. I've only watched like the first three episodes. Um, it, it really picks long. up in five and five and six of the best episodes, I think. Mm. Um, those are the episodes where I'm just like, this is this is incredible, and I have to watch all of them now. So yeah, <laughs> five and six of the best. Yeah, What's that the about? Couple of episodes, not much is happening. What's it about? Um, sand, a sandman. The sandman. Man, man with sand. 
<laughs> yeah. Why is he like? Uh, is is he sell sand to people or no? It's it's a yeah, thing? so he's it's... so he's a salesman and he. Goes, oh, okay. <laughs> no, so he knocks out sand. It like what? So you... ten dollars a bag or? You know how you've got um. I'm trying how to explain it because whenever I think of the Sandman, my brain goes to like the Santa Claus film where you've got like Mother Nature and like yeah. the Easter Bunny. And, oh, he's the one that makes you go to sleep. Yeah, he's the one with like dreams and that kind of thing. Okay. So yeah, and it was funny because I was watching that, um, and then I also had to watch obviously Nightmare on Elm Street, so dreams and everything mm. all kind of yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> lots of like dreams at the moment, but that is good. Blends in, yeah. Okay, Jeff. Yeah, but that's it. That's, but you're gonna watch Freddy versus Jason next week, but you can't wait. Yes. Ah, <laughs> uh, that one's good though. Don't worry, that one won't bore you. Okay, good. It's I haven't actually movie. seen Friday Thirteenth, but I think. No, what? it's just a guy in a hockey mask who needs to fuck people up. <laughs> it's Corey Feldman in the first iconic one. Not anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, not iconic. Just you know, it's Corey, <laughs> Feld- Corey Feldman in the first one. Yeah. Uh, no. No. Is he not? I think he's in the second. He's when Jason. He's when Jason is Jason. Yes, I got you a Blu-ray copy. So. Cool. So you, you said you've got loads that. of copies of stuff. Well, I've me, got. I've got loads of stuff here for you. I just need to uh, take it. We'll just give it to Ollie. There's loads, though. There's probably... Yeah, I need to get rid of some of it. There's loads here for you. So uh, you could have had all the Nightmare on Elm Street. You would have had to uh, use Internet Plus. If you were yeah, Internet Plus. I love how that's stuck. I love how that's stuck. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, okay, Larry. Uh I haven't watched too much. Um, watched the newest episode of Lord of the Rings, um, The Rings of Power on Amazon. Um, still really good. I like what I won't talk about it because obviously it's just as spoilers, but um, mm. just I love what they're setting up. I think as well uh, as a sub note, I you know to anyone listening who does this, um, I've seen some comments that are talking about like. Tolkien's legacy, and it's like, be it's like, please just just calm it, calm it. <laughs> it's like, like, I just I hate it when I yeah, see it stuff like that. Yeah, I read, I read one today, and it was someone going, um, again, I'm not gonna say any names just because obviously don't want to spoil it for anybody who hasn't seen it, but I saw a comment today that said, This certain character is not tall enough, they need to be at least one inch point something taller. Tolkien would be turning in his grave. I don't think he is actually. I think no. it's fine. There's <laughs> I just also, there's also it, what, I mean, what's an inch? Or, yeah. There's <laughs> also there's also like like <laughs> e- even <laughs> even even more horrible wormholes on Twitter. There was there was this thing where this guy <laughs> said that um, uh, well, there's obviously no black characters in uh, Middle Earth or Tolkien, so why, why is you know woke nonsense stuff like that? And then Neil Gaiman actually commented on that, saying, "Well, actually, you'll find that this, that, and the other, and the the, the Harfoots, who are the sort of ancestors of the Hobbits, were yeah. described as as dark skinned or, or brown skinned." Um, yep. And then <laughs> more comments about below. There was one that was like, "Well, actually, they said they're brown skinned. They didn't say they were black." And I was just, I was just like. What? Yeah. Who? Who makes that sort of it's, distinction? It's just. I, I. I think. I think it's just people who who want there to be an issue. Um, that if you do, look, if you don't it, it, to anybody out there, if you don't like it, don't watch it. 
don't watch it. I was, if you don't I was, like it, you know, you that, don't have yeah. to rage that, about it. Thing, that, yeah, exactly. That's another thing I don't understand. Just people just just really hating on it. Um, yeah. It kind of reveals similar to like um, the fandoms of Star Wars and and stuff like that. It just reveals the sort of the toxic areas of of, yeah. of these kinds of um, uh, areas. But yeah, I, I I agree with you. And I think um, although there was, I really enjoyed the the latest episode. But there was towards the end, I felt like. I won't reveal it, but it feels like no. a recycled plot line. Did you know the one? Yeah, I mean? yeah, 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 yeah. No, I do. Um, I do. So it's just it's just that that I had a problem with. But um, the rest. I of feel it. I I see that, and I will agree. Again, I won't say it, but like, I, I think if it's just for that episode, mm. fine. Like, yeah. all right, but I don't want that to continue. I know exactly which one you're talking about. Um, yeah. Um. I haven't, like I said, I haven't really watched. I watched the other episode of She-Hulk. It's She-Hulk's a bit fifty-fifty for me because I respect that they're trying to do a light-hearted show, but there are I things like there, 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 there are just things in it that don't land for me. Um, I think again, it might go into the whole meta thing a little bit, but like you know, the recent episode said about giving you Twitter armor. <laughs> oh yeah, you, you know, like oh, we've we've added this character in, and I bet you like to see him. And oh, it's like giving the show Twitter armor for a week. And I'm, for me, I'm like, I remember when the MCU just kind of had its story that we were leading up to. And I just, I, I, I don't mind these Disney Plus shows, but why I'm getting a little bit frustrated about is that I respect that they're trying to do a lot and add more characters into this universe and probably when we get the next big Avengers event it's going to be massive you know probably X-Men fantastic all of that sort but I I missed I missed the I miss it where it had a core story where it was Thanos the gauntlet and every other story had some element to that whereas with some of these disney plus shows that for yeah. me i'm getting they, they, they are... you said it you said it last week it's i'm getting a bit fatigued by it now because yeah. each show i'm watching it's like there's a new villain and it, yeah. have you read the comics because it's this villain it's like <sighs> yeah well okay what's the werewolf that? one what's that about oh, God, uh no the, the, the it's a Hall- it's a halloween so Mar- marvel didn't just do like um uh, comics like with you know like Captain America, Iron Man, all that together. They did like uh, special horror comics, so they're harkening back to to that. So I'm I'm like really that. looking That's forward good. to it. That's good because I always remember the Scooby Doo and Batman episode over Halloween. That was. You've I seen think that? I might remember that. Yeah, well. same. Oh, <laughs> Cartoon Network or something. Yeah. Yeah. I quite like that. You know, get more Scooby Doo in. Um, <laughs> but yeah, but but yeah. No, so the only other thing I was going to mention um, was not films. Obviously, well, so sorry, not w- actually watching the films, but obviously D twenty three happened today or yesterday. I think it was yesterday. Yeah, yeah I, think, so, I think it's continuing. Yeah, know, yeah, been watching a lot of stuff from that. There's a lot of things I'm excited for. What, um, what is that? Mandalorian season three trailer came out. Mm-hmm. I'm really excited for that. Uh, they had an Indiana Jones showcase, but they didn't show oh, a trailer. Um, lot of Mar- Thunderbolts. They got. Although I am disappointed that they don't have Red Hulk in there, but it's I res- I respect it because obviously the it's like another right. collaborate like the Defenders, isn't it? Isn't it? It's 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 it's, 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 it's kind of like Red Hulk. Yeah, no. Red Hulk. What the oh, hell? Hulk. Hulk. No idea what you're talking about. <laughs> well, the act the actor who played General Ross in all of the films, like the guy who basically puts forward the Sokovia Accords in the comics, he takes some of the serum that brings that Banner. Ray Winston. No, no, it's um. <laughs> like, <fucking laughs> I don't, don't know. The, no, it's, 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 right, it's the, it's the, the old actor. Mugs. 
Jesus, I still don't know why they're casting it now. That'd be amazing. But no, yeah. So there's a lot of stuff. There's a lot of stuff there, and um, and then Peter Pan and Wendy. Peter, well, that that pissed me off because I am a big fan of of the film Pan. Oh, oh, the were you frozen? But your your voice everyone's coming in and going out. Oh no. It's always at the this end. Oh wait! Oh, you're back. Yes, you're back now. yes. You're all I back now. <laughs> oh, oh, he's frozen. Oh, he's frozen. Oh no, he's a bit of strings worn out. So, <laughs> yeah. Oh, there you go. Technical difficulties. I don't know what happened there. I think it just had a fart moment. Um, I was a big fan of Pan that came out. Um, I know a lot of people weren't. Who was in? But... Who was? Who was hooked? Like Hugh Jackman. Was... was it? Yeah, Hugh Jackman and stuff. And I, I wasn't a fan of the whole fucking Nirvana song halfway through it. But <laughs> um, I was a fan of like what they were doing of like, oh, look, Hook and Pan started off as friends and we're going to see that journey. And I saw the poster for Peter Pan and Wendy and I was like, oh, my God, they're actually doing the second part. Now nah, it's completely separate. The start again. Because no one I likes just, Pan. I like it. Pan. I haven't seen it in but it was critically like... Fucking Disney! You and just said, yeah. But then, yeah, the only other thing is the, the drawings, but obviously I'll I'll get them out while Ewan goes over his, but yeah. Well, we could maybe one of our listeners win one, you know? <laughs> <laughs> They're mine. We can have a copy, copy of Larry's drawing. Hey, if you uh, like them, fuck it, whatever. You know, you have it. Yeah. <laughs> cool. I'm sure they can. 179.99 starting price. <laughs> <laughs> but no, yeah, I'll go get them for the end pod at the end of the podcast. Nice, Ewan. Uh, yeah. So I we're now uh... four hours into the podcast. <laughs> right. Yes, I I watched um. Both versions of Crimes of the Future um, this week. Uh, so the David Cronenberg movies. There was um, so there was a Crimes of the Future made in 1970, which is like a a really sort of art house underground 60 minute project that he made. Um, it's rubbish. It's really boring, um, but has a similar kind of vibe, I guess. But this Crimes of the Future, I thought was really really oh. good. I didn't yeah. hear what the film was. I'm so excited to hear what you thought of this. I saw um, your review, yeah. but it's, what's that on? The, um... It's not on any. It's, it's just at the cinemas at the moment. I think. Oh, you oh, know, okay. or, or, or Internet or, Plus. Or, if you know, if you have a subscription to Internet yeah, Plus, maybe. Internet you're Plus very lucky to have that. Um, <laughs> Anyone thought, can have it. <laughs> I, I I really enjoyed Cries of the Future. It was, it was funny, really, because I was I was at a screening with some quite prominent critics. I think. Um, and it was quite it was quite a small bit because I think it was one of the later screenings that they held. Um, and I was the only one who laughed at a lot of stuff. <laughs> it's funny, really, because there's just so much things that are said that I think are just genuinely meant to be funny. But because it's really dark and it's Cronenberg, I think a lot of people just don't get ah. Cronenberg's humour. Because oh. um, there's lots of stuff to do with the body and, like... There are lots of needles sex. in bodies and sex to do with like penetration and stuff like yeah. that. Um, it's basically about um, a man who's a, is set in a near dark dystopian future, where a man who play who's a performance artist um, he can grow his own organs 
Um, and he and, he's, and he's, he still feels he's one of the only people who still feels pain. He still feels pain, yeah. Um, and he displays his organs for like um, spectacle, basically, and uh, to sort of show that chaos still exists inside the body. It's funny, really, because I, I, <laughs> it's funny with any Cronenberg movie is that I'm less interested in a lot of these sort of. I suppose the sci-fi exposition of it all. I just like the images that Cronenberg is feeding me. Um, and I, I do like the story and the characters as well. And I, I think the sort of the greatest improvement he's made over the years is that he's given, he's, he's made me empathize with a lot of characters, which maybe a lot of his early films, I'm not, I'm not, I don't really care that much about the characters. With these characters, I really enjoyed. Um, Leia Sadu uh, plays, uh, so Vegan Mortensen, Vegan Mortensen plays the performance artist. Leia Sadu plays his partner. I was I was going to say um, really, just really quickly as well. I guess another element is that like pain of the body and like you know like live surgery is almost now the new art. So a lot yeah. of people in this universe like get um, their bodies transformed or added pieces. Like there's a there's a in the trailer there's an image of a guy who has sewn on ears on and his mouth and eyes all sewn up so it's like that's the new like art form the new sex of this world and there's a kind of um uh there's a kind of orgasmic aspect to having your skin cut and stuff there's like people in like alleyways of like of of cutting each other as a kind of sexual aspect which is classic sort of cronenberg in a way that kind of sort of defacement of the body as is like a sexual aspect um the mvp for me though for the whole film is christian stewart it's funny because i i've 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 seen and heard reviews um that have kind of not really liked her performance they thought it was quite contrived because of the way she sleeps it's kind of of like a mix between like a squeal and a whisper she sort of keeps inflecting her voice but i i love that aspect and i thought she was so um she was so funny and seductive at once. It's a really interesting balance that. Um, and I thought she was uh, by far the funniest character because I think she's just a character that is just, <laughs> it, it's almost like David Cronenberg just said, just be horny, be horny all the time. <laughs> and that's kind of, that's kind of a guy. And I, I actually really enjoyed it. I thought it was very funny. Um, and then, and then Cronenberg does something interesting. He sort of inserts a kind of, undercover cop drama in the sort of center of this and i actually think um it's funny because i first thought oh this is kind of like i don't know it's kind of submitting to the mainstream in a way it's, it's creating something accessible through like um something that's more house. but i actually think it, it it makes it far stronger and i think you become invested in, in what's going on and then there's a political angle about um there's a, there's groups that prefer sort of like more synthetic organs themselves and it becomes a political thing um where I kind of that the only thing I didn't like about the film, I like I really liked it overall, but the one thing I didn't like was that I just I felt it was slightly too short. Um, it, it's, it's kind of a common thing with Cronenberg and a lot of a lot of his a lot of films that are sort of inspired by him is that I feel like they cut about fifteen minutes before it's meant to end, um, and I feel like if this had another fifteen minutes, I, I wanted to know more. I wanted to see more about the world. I wanted to sort of yeah. um, know what was going well, on, and it at, kind of ends um, abruptly at the end of the podcast. For no spoilers, but I am going to have to ask you what your thoughts of the ending was because I just like you said I thought that there was a missing element where I was like oh are we gonna get like an explanation or some form and it really does leave it to the audience to go like 
I've given you everything. Figure it out. <laughs> yeah, and 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 in a way, I, I I like that he's done that. But I've I, I I don't know. He he creates he creates almost a very vivid, mysterious world. It's very obscure, but you want to know more about it. Um, and there's a lot, you're fed a lot of information that I I couldn't take in all at once. I was surprised at loads of critics who managed to do that. Um, and I, because I I read loads of stuff, I was like, oh, I didn't I didn't actually catch that. I was like, oh right, so that okay, that means that. So I think I think it is a film that probably rewards multiple viewings. Um, but I, I, I really enjoy the film. It's twisted. It's dark. It's perhaps not as controversial as I was anticipating. I think David Cronenberg was like before it premiered at Cannes, he was like, people are going to walk out and people didn't, did walk out, but I think he was just trying to stir the pot. As well, it were. I, I think that's because of some of the imagery as well. Like yeah. there, there are, there are some points. I think I said this when I talked about it on the podcast last time like not last one but a few podcasts ago where there were points where i was watching it and it's very much about the imagery yeah you know it doesn't need words it just showcasing almost like art of mm. you you know you're watching something a performance uh, but some of the imagery i did have to kind of like sit there and go oh, woof all right yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. okay oh, we're, we're doing this we're doing this today <laughs> yeah 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 exactly um and I think I think it also I, I really like uh, again I I think it was Mark Kermode who wasn't a big fan of this film. Um, he sort of said that the reason why he didn't like it so much is because um, it felt like bits and pieces from better Cronenberg movies that he's made. Um, it's it's it, it, and that's an interesting comment that because I've I've seen a lot of Cronenberg movies, and I didn't really get that. I suppose it's because I've only watched them once, maybe twice, and so maybe I don't have the full knowledge, as it were. But I, I actually, I, I found it was like just a classic Cronenberg film that I haven't seen yet in, in some ways. And I, I really like that. I, I, I almost like, cause you know, I almost want to go back to the cinema in like, I don't know, the seventies or eighties when like Videodrome came out or whatever, and just sort of to see people's reactions to that and stuff like that. And I've kind of, I've kind of felt a similar way when watching Crimes of the Future. Um, so yeah, I, I really enjoyed that. Um, I also saw See How They Run, which I mentioned earlier. It's kind of meta um, Agatha Christie-like um, murder mystery drama um, about a man who's killed on stage of an Agatha Christie play. Um, it's quite it's quite a funny comedy. Um, stars Sam Rockwell and Saoirse Ronan and Ruth Wilson. It's a really good cast. At David Oyelowo and Charlie Cooper, actually, from um, uh, This Country. Um, he plays Kristen in, the, in this country, or Curtin in this country. I love country. that program. Um, it's a great program, and he's really good in it. Um, I, I did think the film wasn't as funny as I anticipated it would be. I, th I think the script needed to be pacier. Um, but, but if you need like a relaxing weekend afternoon sort of watch, I think I think it's it's a, it's a worthwhile watch. And it's very entertaining and very visually. A lot a lot of comedies don't get visual comedy down, if you know what I mean. Especially sort of American studio comedies, they just like film what's going on, and you know that's the. Whereas with this, it's very much a sort of very visual, very Charlie Chaplin esque kind of um, uh, playfulness, which is which is really good. Um, so that's that. Uh, uh, Frozen Planet Two, which is going out now, I think. Um, I can't wait uh, for Really good, classic sort of Attenborough, amazing images. There's even one shot. I won't I won't elaborate too much, but it's a shot involving a seal, some orcas, and uh, a floating mass of ice, which is just. Oh. 
one one of the one of the best shots I think I think I've seen in, in an Attenborough documentary. Um, I'll, I'll leave it to. Uh, I'll is it, it there, is but... it is it peak for the seal? Oh, <laughs> yeah. It, so yes, you worry you worry for the seal. <laughs> um, uh, but it, it sort of breath, especially when you get to the sort of ten minutes at the end where you like see the behind the scenes aspects where you get these poor camera crew who are like waiting out in the cold for like a week to like film glaciers collapsing. They can only do it via drones, and then they finally get the shot that they've been like hoping for. And you know, it's only like I don't know, probably less than thirty seconds this shot that they got, but it's uh, it takes so long, and it's just so. Yeah, I re- I really liked I really I really liked the opening episode. Um, and then maybe a brief mention of the capture on BBC One um, season two. It's basically a sort of like surveillance thriller um, about sort of deep fake technology. Um, it's kind of imagining a near future where um deep you can like um program deep fake sort of live so that you can like actually get like politicians to pretend they're saying things they're actually not i i think it's amazing uh, it's, it's a great thriller but basically sort of almost like a detective thriller in some ways um about trying to figure out who's doing all this and twists come every episode and they're very good at maintaining these twists um, and it's scary. It's really scary because it's just like, oh, this is the future, <laughs> and we're none of us liable. It's mainly to do with CCTV technology as well, and how that sort of can be um, a problem for people. But um, but I recommend it. Yeah, capture nice. BBC One. Yeah, not that I watch okay. BBC anymore. Not really. Um, do you want to see yeah, these images quickly? Yeah, please do. Yeah, we are. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm all right. <laughs> Sorry if that's shit. Lawrence, no, no, what I mean, they're not dodgy, like no, 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 hentai. That's upside down. No, no, he's upside down. He's nice. upside down. Spidey, Spidey ham. You could easily, you could easily release that as like one of those um, coloring books, like adult coloring books. Could <laughs> paint by numbers. Yeah, that's a Star Wars oh, one. Cool. Oh, nice. Yeah, it's like a stained glass window. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I like uh, it. Captain America. Nice. So for, it's like so, the bomb's being so, dropped on it. For those that <laughs> listening to the podcast, there are some beautiful images. Planet oh, is Hulk. that Hulk in an who, armor? Who's that? Yeah, pl- Planet Hulk. Oh, nice. Planet Hulk. For, right. for, uh, for people who haven't read the comics, basically Thor Ragnarok. It's like a Roman. Is it? I don't know. I, that, was, that, was, that was it. I, they're, they're what I've done nice. today. Nice. Very good. God. Thanks, everybody. I'm glad you like my album. Oh, I do. <laughs> it's very good. Uh, so next week what, like, crimes of the future audience does and just <laughs> uh. <laughs> <laughs> so next week hopefully we'll be back with episode 92 freddy versus jason um dan's hot pick we're not sure yet we're gonna try and watch hatching if we don't hopefully he'll let me know of something else to watch because I massively enjoy whatever he sends me is always fun. And I own most of them, you know, now over the last few months. And uh, there's some great foreign films I would have never have watched if it wasn't for Dan. So spot on. So if you want to follow us on Twitter, it's a Bones Horror Pod. Uh, we don't do the Facebook thing anymore. Um, Instagram, Bones Horror Pod. If you want to email us, the Bones Horror Pod at gmail.com. I think that's it, isn't it? That's about it. Is there anything else? So many thanks for watching and many thanks for listening and uh we'll see you all next week.
that's all right. Just got to find me uh, my thing now. See you later on. Bye bye. 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 Bye-bye, 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 bye-bye.